Hey guys, welcome back to episode six of Live and Learn. Today we're gonna be tackling the questions of what are you most afraid of? What scares you the most? What hurts you the most? And what is the least thing that you want to happen to you, right? So I'll start, and I don't know about you guys, but for me, the answer to that question is when I put my all into everything, whether it be someone or something, and I see nothing in return, or you put your all into someone, you put your whole heart into something, a friendship, a relationship, and they do not reciprocate it, or they don't even recognize it, right? So, for example, to love someone and for them to not love you back, because then there's an imbalance of you loving them and then they're like here, you know? So that creates like a fear because you don't want to ever feel that feeling. And I want to just say to love and in love, right? I said to love someone because you can be in love, which is like a surface level kind of feeling. You can say you're in love with them is like based on their appearance or you're attracted to them. But to love, right? To love is to do anything for them, to put them first, to not harm them, to never hurt them. And it doesn't mean you have to be perfect, but even if you do sometimes hurt them, you build it back. You guys, to work together through struggles, right? And then, so that's the difference to love you put them first and that doesn't mean you're all the way in the back seat and not you don't care about yourself that just means you're unselfish right because of love and that's just one example like it could be sports it could be your profession a class right you put your all you study like four hours and you still get an f on the test like that feeling right that feeling of working so hard but not getting in anything in return and I'm not saying to do things just because of the benefit, right? You still can do things and then expect nothing in return. That feeling is what I'm most afraid of because it has happened before and that feeling hurts the most to me. But yet, we still seek it out anyways, right? And you know who else does that? A man named Jesus. He came down from heaven and became a human for us because God loved us, right? And I can imagine him wanting to have a relationship with every single one of us. And because he loves us unconditionally, because humans are only capable of conditional love. Jesus came down from heaven because of his unconditional love for us. And I can imagine him fighting to have a personal relationship with each and every one of us. And all of us are just like, no, we're good. Or we don't love you in the same way. We don't love you as much as you love us. That feeling that I was talking about, I can imagine Jesus feeling that feeling too of putting his all into us, all his love to us, but we just don't accept it or reciprocate it, right? And he's not even telling us to reciprocate it necessarily. It's a free gift and some of us don't even accept it. Accepting is the first step. Saul, who changed his name to Paul, right? He went around murdering Christians, hunting down Christians and killing them for absolutely no reason, just because they were Christian, until God seeked him out that day and told him that he loved him and that he's called to much more and asked him why he was doing this. And then he changed his name to Paul. And then he went on to be one of the greatest writers or characters in the Bible who spread the word of God instead of killing Christians. 
So it doesn't matter what you've done. God's love is unconditional. If it was conditional like humans, it would be, oh, you did this, so I'm never talking to you again. I'm never gonna work out this relationship because you hurt me once and I'm never gonna forgive you. In which I can go on a, off on a tangent right now and these, but I'm gonna keep it short. In our generation we live in, everyone doesn't forgive anyone anymore, so then it goes on to an unforgiving chain. Because you didn't forgive that person, they're not gonna forgive that person. And then everyone's gonna keep being bitter, bitter. No one's ever gonna feel the acceptance of forgiveness because it's never given. So then, like what's gonna come of the human race? No one's forgiving anyone. We're just so stubborn and we don't accept the forgiveness and no one gives it. The next story, Jesus leaves the 99 and chases down the one. See, that one sheep is so important. The one lost sheep is so important to Jesus that he would be reckless enough to leave the 99 sheep unguarded, unprotected. We'll go down and chase the one and bring him back home. Just let that sink in. He's risking the safety of the 99 because he loves the one lost sheep so much. The prodigal son, I know most of you have heard this story so many times before, but the prodigal son wastes all his dad's money and is eating pig food and is so ashamed to come back home because he spent and wasted all his dad's money. And he thought when he came home, the dad would curse him, would be mad at him, would be ashamed of him, and even the son was filled with shame. The son came back and his plan was to ask his dad to just be a servant of his dad, not even, don't even call me son anymore because I've messed up. I've messed up so many times. But he gets home and the dad drops all his bags, sees him from one or two miles away, sprints towards his son and hugs him. Because he said, my son who was dead is finally now alive. You see that love that the father had for his son. It doesn't matter what he did, how bad he messed up, it's unconditional. And we can get into it, the bigger brother, the dad threw a party because his son returned and the bigger brother was bitter because, and I think that's a lot of us, right? We see good things happening to people and we are mad at that. Like we want to see them fail. And the brother, bigger brother was saying, I've been here so for so long, I've never disobeyed you. He was telling the dad this, and you never threw a party for me, but you threw a party for the son who messed up so many times. But you see, the older brother couldn't see that he already had everything. The dad loved him so much. And he already had everything, but in his heart he was still bitter. So he wasn't perfect either. He couldn't be satisfied with seeing other people succeed. And I think that's a lot of us today. And let me go on to, I have two more people. David had someone killed in a war. He sent him out just to be killed because he slept with his, that man's wife and he didn't want to deal with the consequences. So in that he sinned twice in a matter of this short time span. But David in the Bible is described as a man after God's own heart. And as you know, David and Goliath, God chose this small man to defeat a giant. And that takes a lot of faith. But going back to him sinning and I'm not saying to go out and kill people and commit adultery all you want, but David felt like he wasn't good enough for God's love anymore. You see, there's no condemnation. 
No matter how far you've gone, no matter how far you've messed up, God still loves you anyway. But it's also your choice to turn away from the bad things, not continue to keep doing them after again and again, right? That's why live and learn. You, it's okay to make mistakes, but if you keep making the same ones over and over again, it's kind of hard to have a relationship with you or friendship with you, right? And even with humans, after the first strike, people kick you out. People don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. It's only God's love who will let you keep making, not let you, but yes, let you keep making those same mistakes, but love you anyway. He wants you to turn back to him. He wants you to accept his free gift of grace and salvation. And he wants you to know that no matter what you do, he still has grace for you and will not punish you and will forgive you. Unlike the conditional love of humans who, if you do one thing bad, they will condemn you and never forgive you and hold a grudge against you, right? That's not right. I'm not telling people how to respond because in the control talk, you can't control how people respond, right? They're allowed to hold a grudge. They're allowed to not forgive you. But as I was saying with the unforgiving chain, you don't forgive that person and that person who wasn't forgiven by you is not going to forgive the next person who wrongs them. So then everyone is always bitter and no one's ever forgiving anyone. And now Peter, right? Peter was asked if he knew Jesus three times before the rooster crowed. And this man said, no, no and no. Basically saying, who is that guy? I've never heard of Jesus. And this man was Jesus best friend, right-hand man, right? One of the most talked about disciples in the Bible, most written about, there's many stories of him. Peter betrayed Jesus, your best friend betraying you. But Jesus said there's still grace. He still loves Peter. No one's perfect. Peter messed up, but that doesn't mean God left him. That doesn't mean God doesn't love him anymore. He messed up and that's okay. So if you're listening to this, if you mess up, that's okay. The world may tell you that's not okay. You're wrong, you're bad. You should get thrown in prison. You should not be friends with me anymore because you messed up and I don't like you anymore. But Jesus says, come back to me. I'm waiting here with my arms wide open and I love you. He loves you so much, no matter what you've done. Even if your family says, oh, we'll never accept you because you did this. Or even if your best friends say, you did this to us, so we'll never love you anymore. We don't want it to have anything to do with you. Jesus is the one who stands at the door and knocks to whoever opens the door. He will come in and eat with them and them with him. He's standing there with his arms wide open like your mom or your dad who picks you up from preschool and you run into their arms. That's Jesus. That's God. Because he loves you so much. There's nothing that you could ever do to separate, that could separate you from his love and his plan for your life. So, love you guys.